Hey kids, it's time for Devos. Yay, Devotions! We have a great show planned for today, and I'm so glad you're here with me because this is Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles his love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that he loves. Jesus, teach us to be just like you. Your words are true, so we're Donuts and Devos. Lead us to peace. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. Hi kids, this is Donuts and Devos and I'm Mary Faith. This is a podcast just for you where we read the Bible, talk about what it means, memorize God's word, and learn as much as we can about God. Reading and hearing these important Bible truths help feed our faith and grow in God's word. Noah and the Flood. It's a pretty popular story in the Bible. God tells Noah to build a huge boat. He loads up lots of animals, and then it rains for a long time. But what exactly made God so angry that he flooded the whole world to begin with? Well, we're going to find out. Be sure to have your activity sheets and coloring pages ready to go so you can follow along. These can be found and printed from our website at DonutsAndDevos.com. If you'd like to go grab them, just pause the show and we'll wait for you. Let's get started now with the Lord's Prayer. We like to open our show every week with the prayer our Lord has taught us to pray. Are you kids ready to pray? Yeah! Then let's fold our hands and bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let's dunk ourselves into God's Word. Our Bible reading is verses from Genesis chapter 6. This is at the time that Noah is 500 years old, and as we heard last time on our show, Seth's bloodline had grown immensely. We don't know exactly how many years passed between Adam and when the flood took place, but it was a long time. So many men and women lived on the earth, and we're going to read why God got so angry with them. Pastor Glaze is here with us as we explore this Bible reading a bit deeper. We sure are, because it once again shows how desperately a Savior was needed. We're going to start with Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. When man began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive, and they took as their wives any they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh, His days shall be 120 years. 
The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 6 is rather hard to hear, how God actually regretted creating man in the first place. God had such joy when he created Adam, and now people just kept finding more ways to disobey him and wouldn't listen to him. When we hear about the flood, everyone automatically thinks God was angry. After all, everyone but believing Noah and his family died. But we see the heart of God is filled with sadness and grief over the corruption of his creation. Yeah. Yeah, God is angry at sin. He can't bear the thought of his created people turning away from him. He was sad that mankind chose sin and death rather than life with him. But he made a promise to Adam and Eve, and he had to keep it. And another interesting point here, hearing that people were still living a really long time. When we read about Seth's genealogy last time, it was fascinating to hear that these men lived for 800 to 900 years. And we talked about that. Do you guys remember that, our listeners out there? Right. They lived that long to populate the earth. But by now, since the earth was already populated, they still lived a long time for a little different reason— simply because God desired mankind to live long in the land that he gave them. Well, that makes sense. Well, of course it does. He didn't want them to die. God doesn't want anyone to die. Even though death is a consequence for sin, God held off death and gave them really, really long lives. But the longer men lived, the more chance the devil seemed to have to lead them into temptation and corruption. Yep. They stopped listening to God and their hearts turned evil. They lost their faith. That is what happened. The Sethites, the sons of God by faith in the promise, married unbelieving women. Their children strayed from the faith and were not taught of God and his promise. The sinful pleasures of the world lured them away from God. Slowly through all the years, God's promise of a Savior was forgotten. Except by Noah and his family. Exactly right. So then God decided to limit their years of life to 120, which is quite a big difference from the 900 years they were living before. Yeah, this limiting of life is actually a curse and a blessing. Okay, I can see the curse side of it, that our days are numbered and it leads us to death quicker, but what's the blessing? Well, because it gives less opportunity for the devil to lead us into corruption and for us to lose faith. That's definitely the silver lining to it then. Let's get back to the Bible and see what it was God told Noah that he planned to do because of the world's corruption. Here's Genesis chapter 6, starting at verse 10. And Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, according to the instructions I give you. For behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath of life under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. 
of the birds according to their kinds, and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing of the ground according to its kind, two of every sort shall come into you to keep them alive. Also take with you every sort of food that is eaten and store it up. It shall serve as food for you and for them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Here God makes a covenant with Noah and his family and all creation. It's another promise he's going to keep. Noah wasn't perfect, but he believed in God and the promise, and he followed the instructions of God. So through this great act of faith by Noah, the world, all mankind, was saved. And God was keeping his promise to Adam and Eve. Can you imagine waking up one day, thinking it was like any normal day, and then God comes to you and tells you that you need to build an ark? What would your first thought be? Scary, maybe. Why well, would that be scary? Because you don't know what he's talking about. What? Why do we have to build an ark? Would you maybe be a little bit worried about why you needed an ark? Yeah. Because a flood coming, maybe. I think you know our story, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, God was pretty upset with the people because they were living very sinful lives. They had stopped listening to him and didn't believe in him anymore. God knew that there wasn't anything he could do to bring the people back to loving him. He decided that there needed to be a new beginning. And how was he going to do that? Send a flood. That's why he told Noah to build an ark. Would you know how to build an ark? No. Thankfully, God told Noah exactly how to build it, but I bet it took a really long time. Like like maybe a week or a month. I think it took a lot longer than that, actually. Yeah. But this is what makes Noah so special. God chose him. You see, Noah and his family hadn't forgotten about God. They loved him and believed in God, which is why God chose to save Noah and his family. God didn't want the people to die. He didn't want to have to destroy everything. But there was so much evil in the people that God had to have a new beginning. He planned to flood the world, but his plan also included saving a small part of every living thing. Two of each kind of animal, male and female, would join Noah and his family on the ark. And you have to wonder, how do you think Noah got all those animals on the ark? God told the animals to go to Noah and do what he tells them to do. Oh, really? Yeah. And they just walked into the ark? No. Well, I don't know what happens. Well, we might actually find out exactly what happens next week on our show. But the Bible story today has for us both a warning and a promise. As a warning, it shows us how easy it can be for the devil to take us away from God and fall away from faith. But the promise is that God makes a plan to save and he sees that it takes place. He keeps his word to send a savior of the world. Here, it's sinful but faithful Noah. 
many years later, it's Jesus, God's own perfect son, to save us all. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Sin takes us away from you. Sin takes us away from you. And makes us forget your promises. It makes us forget your promises. Forgive us when we do wrong. Forgive us when we do wrong. And help us fight temptation. And help us fight temptation. And stay strong in your word. And stay strong in your word. Amen. Amen. Sin. Basically, that was the central focus of our Bible reading and what led to God telling Noah to build an ark. He was going to destroy the world and start over because of the corruption that was in it. And that's our faith word of the day, corruption. We've heard it quite a few times. It means to depart or leave what is pure or correct. So, Pastor Glaze, what does this word mean for us as believers and our life? Breaking the rules is one way to understand corruption. Here in Genesis chapter 6, we also see that corruption is causing someone else to do something wrong. It's a departure from what is pure and right and honorable and just and true. Sadly, because of this corruption, believers fell away from faith and their children followed. That's what original sin is and leads to, a heart that's evil continually. This makes God sad as it pulls us away from Him. But God forgives and removes our corruption through the Savior Jesus, who cleanses us from all sin. It's time for our memory verse. This is a very common verse that you might already know, actually, but it is a reminder of our sinful nature and why we need a Savior. Miss Baker is here with us. Do you have a new tune for us to sing our verse to today? I sure do. This verse has been put to music by a lot of different people. And so I'm going to teach our friends a new melody to sing to. Fantastic. Our memory verse is Romans 3.23 and says... For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we all do sin and live in a corrupted world, just like in our Bible story. But thankfully, Jesus came to save us from our sins, forgive us, and gives us eternal life. So let's sing our verse to remember why we need Jesus. Are you kids ready? Yeah! All right, I'm going to sing our verse first. For all have sinned. Glory of God, the glory of God. 
Are we ready, friends? Yeah! I'll sing a line and you repeat it back. Me first. For all have sinned. Your turn. For all have sinned. My turn. And fall short. Your turn. And fall short. My turn. Of the glory of God. Your turn. All together, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, the glory of God. The verse, Romans 3.23. I just love hearing you kids sing, and hopefully you guys at home were able to join in too. If you want to play our memory verse throughout the week, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Donuts and Devos, where you can sing along with Miss Baker to our devotions memory verse and really commit it to memory. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's it for today. Next time here on Donuts and Devos, we're going to continue following Noah into the ark and experience the flood with him, his family, and all the animals. A big thank you goes out to all the kids out there who listen and learn about God with us. For my adult listeners, thank you as well. And please be sure to visit our website at DonutsandDevos.com for those free printables for the kids that will help them through our devotion each week. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and leave a review. That helps other families find us. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we'd love for you to share our show with your friends who have kids. Well, you can share them even with your friends who don't have kids. A special thank you to Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help make our show come alive with biblical truths and music. And for our younger guests, you are awesome. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy in Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Jesus.